What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. Welcome to another edition. You know what it is. It's the Rico Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's Patriots Week. Y'all know what it is, man. You don't even have to get up for this. I don't care where they're struggling. I don't care if they're owing whatever. I don't care if they're throwing six picks a game. You know we have to get on that ass, especially, especially because the last couple of weeks, man, the Bills have looked kind of a little shaky. We looked a little shaky. If you look at the eye test, they looked a little shaky. Now, obviously, you know, you have some guys that are out there that are very into analytics and they're looking at, you know, saying this statistic and that statistic and we're not as bad as you think and so on and so forth. And it's true. Sometimes when you have to really dive deep and go into the analytics, yeah, you might find some things that we did really good. But when you look at the overall picture right, the optics, it didn't look good, folks. We got a We got a W against the Giants. But I mean, a win is a win. That's what people say, right? A win is a win. You're, you're right. But sometimes you want to you be able to win convincingly. Now, can you win convincingly every single week? No. But you want to be able to do the things that you do great consistently. And right now, the Bills, we're up and down, man. We're up and down. Some things we do great, some things we don't. I mean, we'll get into it. But it's Patriots Week, folks. We're, folks, we're not talking about the Giants. We're not talking about anybody else. We're talking about a new week. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, yo, you see, you see the Patriots, bro? We're going to wax that. It's going to. No, 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 no. It ain't going to be like that, man. They play tough every single time. And plus, you know what it is, man. It's division games. Division games, they hit a little different. But I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all about the Patriots and and talk about them because I don't know them like that. I mean, I know what I need to know. But we got to talk to people that know these teams inside and out. You got to talk to people that know the core of this this Patriots team. So I'm not going to sit here and do it myself. So I'm going to introduce my man's. Just give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go, bro. And uh, and we're going to get this thing popping, man. So let me introduce, before I get into this, man, you guys already know who, um, if you guys follow Bill's content, you guys follow, you know what I'm saying, who makes content for each team. Master at Work is who I have joining me. And uh, you, I mean, I don't got to introduce my man. He knows what, what time it is, man. Master at Work, what up, Tyson? What's going on, bro? Scott, man. Chilling, What's chilling, man? man? Listen, man, I got I to gotta, I gotta bring some up to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to you having some some energy for your squad. And that's the that's the master at work that I'm comfortable with. But lately, I mean, and I and I love it because you're being honest, you're being real. You're not happy with your squad right now. And you and I miss that that yo, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do we don't get that no more from you, man. What have the Patriots done to you that's got you just you're not happy? Talk to me, man. Actually, it's quite the contrary. I'm actually very happy. I bet you are. Because <laughs> we're about to we're about to do what the Bills failed to do throughout that middling purgatory season, you know. Not right. not bad enough to get that top quarterback, but not good enough to compete. Um, we're one in five right now, you know what I mean? We're trying to tank for Caleb Williams, my boy Caleb, or <laughs> go out and get Drake May, fire Belichick at the end of the season, maybe bring in John Harbaugh, because it seems like he's the type of coach that we need. You know, seeing that he got just caught with his own um, version of Spygate, we need to bring that back to Foxborough because Belichick doesn't seem to have it anymore. So um, people think that I'm upset. No, I'm laid back. As you see, I'm laying in my bed watching mock drafts. Bro, I'm I'm chilling, bro. You know what I'm saying? We had our time in the sun. You know what I mean? It's time for um, for you guys to finally um, do something when it matters. You know what I mean? You, you guys have won a lot of division titles with three in a row now, about to be your fourth one. 
it really matters what you do when you're on top. Um, at the end of the day, we we did what we had to do um, for 20 years, and now it's time um, for for a rebuilding, a complete teardown of this organization, which needs to happen. So, and this is what I need to talk to you about because, like, you, you grow, and it's tough because I mean, as a Bills fan, we haven't been there. I mean, at least for me, I mean, I'm I'm young enough to to know the heartbreak of the 90s, but like, you don't really comprehend like you do when you know I me mean, a little, uh, you're of age. So you're watching your team have major success. How difficult as a fan right now, you're watching your team go through some struggles and a potential, I mean, the rebuild is happening before your eyes somewhat, but you're not fully in it yet, but it's mm-hmm. going there. How is it, how are you transitioning as a, as a past fan? Cause y'all could be some of the nastiest fans out there and, or passionate, however you want to call it. But how are you transitioning from being a winning franchise so now you're like, yeah, yo, I don't even recognize this squad right now. Honestly, it's kind of I've kind of eased myself into this position because I did predict us to win um three to four games a season. And a lot of Patriots fans, you know, were were saying that this is going to be different. Bill O'Brien's offensive coordinator, Mac Jones is going to return to the Mac Jones as he was in his rookie season. But I saw the writing on the wall. We didn't really do anything in this offseason besides get uh re-signed Devontae Parker, um, yeah. you know, Mike Isecki. So we pretty much got the same weapons that Tua had in his rookie season under Brian Flores, who is a Belichick mastermind. Um, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's pretty much this this franchise has regressed. I knew this Juju um, Smith-Schuster's um, shining was going to be um, – wasn't going to do anything for us. Uh, off, we have one of the worst offensive lines in football heading into the season as well. So you have a, a quarterback um, who I call back foot, um, back foot bitch who likes to throw off his back foot. He's a coward. He's, he's not a leader. I saw it last season. Um, I judge my quarterbacks based on how how do they perform when when they when everything around him is is not um, perfect. You know, what now, I mean? that's how I like to judge my quarterbacks. Is not when everything around him is, is perfect. The, the offensive line is working well. He's got weapons. Is how does he respond to adversity? And that's how you ju- that's how you should judge your quarterback. How does your quarterback lead your team um, through adversity? And it's obvious that Mac Jones um, now in season number was it season four. Um, he, he, he's just not that dude. I mean, season three, my bad season three. And, um, but no, it's, it's honestly, we, we've had a couple of bad seasons now. Um, so it's not like this is just a shock. We saw the writing on the wall. We know what this team is. And now that the chickens are starting to come home to roost, you really see, um, uh, that the NFL has surpassed Belichick. You know, you can no longer have a statue quarterback with a noodle arm under center and run the ball and play solid defense and think you're going to win anything in this league anymore. You need to have that, 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 that mobile quarterback. You need to be able to have weapons surround him with weapons. So um, I knew this was going to happen. Man, I'm not stunned, but it is, it does suck to, uh, to, to now cheer against my team, which I've never thought I would ever have to do. Last week was the first time ever where I actually rooted against the Patriots. And I will also be rooting against the Patriots on Sunday. So there's there's a couple of things I gotta unpack here. <laughs> My man is too relaxed, but you got his head. It's like you you've conceded. You've conceded defeat. I've waved you- the white flag, Rico. I've waved the white flag, bro. Yeah. Wave it. I feel that. So all right, hold on. So I I I can't believe I'm about to do this, but like I, I gotta come to the defense of your Patriots, and it starts with your head coach. I'm a, I mean you already know that, so I'm not gonna give you something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. But you can't Macaroni Jones. I mean he's he did what he could. I mean, you didn't have an OC last year. So, what? I mean, you guys already started off the bat. Y'all had shared duties doing OC. Like, y'all didn't really give your offense a 
an opportunity, an actual chance. Now that you guys have an OC, I mean, he's still got to get used to O'Brien, but like, fam, that's on Belichick. Belichick does not has not built this team for y'all to really compete. Once TB left, and we knew this was going to be a big change. I mean, everybody knew it was going to be a big change because it was either it was a TB or it's a Bill Belichick. Everybody knew it was TB, but my man hasn't done anything, man. Like when you sign, when you draft Cole Strange, mm-hmm. you know, of some of the weapons, like fam, like what are you doing? So I gotta ask you, is Robert Kraft? Does he have the nuts to say, you know, it's a wrap? Knowing he's so close, Bill Belichick is so close to achieving what is he like six or seven? He's wins? really, he's really not that close if you really think of it. Being that we're only gonna win like two games this season. Um, he's, I think, 17 wins from surpassing Shula. He's actually closer to um, surpassing um, – I can't remember what's called. I don't think it's Jeff Fisher. Um, whoever – he's actually close. He's eight wins away from surpassing the, um, from all-time losses by head coach. I don't know if people know that. He's actually closer to achieving that goal than he is to passing Shula. Um, as far as Mac Jones, because a lot of people are going to come in his defense, man – you ain't see what I've seen, bro. He's making some of the worst mistakes you can possibly make and making the same mistakes, throwing across his body, throwing off his back foot. The game last week when he threw a dime to Parker and Parker dropped it, yep. on the very next play, he stood in that in that end zone and took the sack. That's why he called him Backfoot Bitch. That's his new nickname. He just shows off his back foot and just stands there like a statue. has no ability. And here's the thing. Even if you believe that Mac Jones – deserve some type of i don't know sympathy sure just think of, just think of it this way at the end of the day um he's damaged goods mentally mentally he's broken so Who's why would we want to hang on to a mentally broken quarterback where this franchise has has gone out their way belichick has gone out their way to take away his toys and jacoby myers and and done everything in his power to um to, to to not surround him with the requisite weapons to make him the quarterback that he should be. So at the end of the day, Mac Jones is broken mentally and physically. Damn. All right. There's got to be some positives on this squad. The defense is always playing tough on everybody. It's just what it is. It's Bill Belichick's team. That's what it is. Now you've lost some some players. There's got to be some positives where you're like, well, although we're in the rebuild offensively for sure, and I mean the whole team all together. Where is it on the defense where you're like, okay, here's where it is. And, and you guys have been hit with some injuries. So have I in the building. Mm-hmm. Where y'all, there's got to be a bright light somewhere on this team. It's got to be the defense. Am I, am I wrong? Well, Jack Jones is coming back this week from all the reports, but we are missing 20 players. So honestly, uh, <laughs> I saw you guys' game last week against the Giants. Um, Honestly, it is a division game. It might be closer than what people are thinking. Buffalo, we don't know what we're going to get from you week to week. But I will remind Bills fans that the Patriots are that team. It's the We're the get-right team in the NFL. When the Cowboys stuck it up against the Cardinals, they came back the very next week and beat the brakes off of us. The Saints as well. So we're the, we're the get-right team now. We used to be the team that used to, you know, um, to the to smack up teams yeah. after having a bad week, it's complete the opposite. If I'm a Bills fan, I wouldn't be worried about this game. And honestly, the reason why I'm 100% certain now, because I don't know if you guys have been reading the reports that Belichick, Kraft is having um, um, secret meetings now, meetings about how he's going to get rid of Belichick, because I personally think it's going to be a mutual um, stepping away, meaning I think at the end of the season, I don't know Belichick is like the only coach where we don't know his contract situation. 
I think at the end of the year, I think they're mutually going to part ways. And if and if another team doesn't want Belichick, um, because there could be a team, a desperate team that would want to go out and get Belichick. Um, if that doesn't happen, I think Belichick ends up retiring. And not only does that happen, I think it's going to be a complete um, firing of the entire coaching staff, along with his um, mass shooter looking um, Steve Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Looking like the damn Unabomber out, out, up there in Foxborough. He's going to get rid of his his, his two um, sons. Derod Mayo has to go too because he's also a Belichick disciple. There needs to be complete washing of the entire Patriots organization um, from top to bottom, from Damn. scouting to, to, to Matt Groh, who who's now saying that, oh, it's his fault that he's, um, he's scouting the wrong players to get drafted. But as far as your question, the defense goes, um, like I said, you guys have, have had really bad luck and in injuries with Matt Milano and Trey White. Right. You've also had really bad luck with Judon and Kristen Gonzalez, who um, before he got hurt was looking like the defensive rookie here and, and a top cornerback in the league. Um, but we just we're just we're just so hurt and we're so bruised that even if we were healthy, it wouldn't have mattered because there's really not much talent on the offensive side of the ball to even compete with you guys. So it really doesn't even matter. All right. So you're I mean, listen, folks, before I even get into it, because I'm, I'm not going to keep you too long because I want to I want to get what you got with the Patriots. I mean, you, you've lost all hope with the Patriots. So I'm, I'm going to jump on to the Bills and what you see in the Bills and mm-hmm. outlook of the season. But hold on now. Uh, for those that are just tuned in right now, do me a favor. Smash that like. And uh, give a shout out to my man, Master at Work. If you guys have not followed him, go ahead and give him a follow on Twitter. My man's is uh, Edit King. I don't know how the hell he has the time. Yo, you're like the you're like the Josiah Anderson. You know what I'm saying? Josiah, <laughs> Josiah Johnson, because my man's, I don't know where you find these clips and these movies. And sh- like, yo, there's movies I've never even heard of. I'm like, yo, how the fuck did this guy find this shit? So salute to you, man. I don't know how you do it, but. AFC's Roundtable channel, man. Go sub us up, man. And honestly, I was the creator of the Buffalo Bills playoff hype video that got 70,000 views on our channel. That was me who dropped that video. So, you know, if you're a Bills fan, you know what I'm saying? I always had a soft spot in my heart from Bill, from, for, for the Buffalo Bills. You know, I lived in Western New York for a, for, for a period of time. I have family from okay. Buffalo. I've always had a very, very soft spot for um, the Buffalo Bills organization and their fan base as much as, um, you know, you guys don't, don't like us. I think we all need to mutually come together and um, make sure that the Miami Dolphins don't do anything this season. You dead, you dead, Skippy. Now let's 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 flip the script a little bit. You watching the Bills? You saw us play mm-hmm. the, the the Jaguars. You saw us play the Giants, and you see some Bills fans right now, and myself included, because I'm I'm sitting here like, yo, fam, we looking sloppy right now. And if you're trying to be a contender, you can't you can't play the Giants and not whoop the Giants and really take advantage of the Giants. The Jaguars are a good team, but we are a better team. We should have been better than mm-hmm. we did. So when you look at these this squad and who we played, are we? Do you feel like an outsider? We're still a damn good contender, or are we? Some folks are thinking. I mean, media folks, fraudulent. Man, these bills ain't mm-hmm. shit. They ain't that crazy. I mean, no, take, absolutely a- not, absolutely not. Because this is what Bills fans need to understand. You rather peak at the end of the year than at the beginning. Okay, if the Bills were undefeated right now, which they should have beat the Jaguars, right? They should have beat the Jaguars. Um, if the Bills were undefeated right now, you'd be saying, well, you know, maybe this team is peaking at the wrong time. Right. Right. You want to be able, this is a marathon, not a sprint. We already knew once that Miami Dolphins game told me all I needed to know about the Buffalo Bills, that when it came crunch time in a big game like that, a division game, you need to show them who's boss. And the Bills did that. Right. So when they played against the, when they play against the Chiefs this season, 
when they play against some of these upper echelon teams, like against, you know what I mean? That's when the Bills need to show you who they really are. Because they already showed you who they really are against the Dolphins. You know, maybe maybe injuries have a lot to do with they get healthy a little bit. Maybe I think the Bills need to make a one or two trades. But they have to make a trade in the trade line to get somebody on the defensive side of the ball, a linebacker or another corner. Because offense offensive side of the ball, I don't think you guys are really right. really don't need that much. Um, Josh Allen is a roller coaster, bro. That's who, that's who Josh Allen is. The only question about the Buffalo Bills, and it's going to be like this until you guys win anything, yep. is what, can they show up when it matters the most in the playoffs? So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that worried about Buffalo. Now, if they go out there on Sunday and beat us, I mean, and 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 lay a sticker against the Patriots, and we beat you, not only will I be absolutely angry, but I'm going to, I'm going to put my foot in Bill's mouth. Because there is no excuse, ain't there is just no excuse as to why you guys shouldn't just just beat us by halftime and then rest Josh Allen for the second half. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Master at work. That's the same shit people were saying that we were going to do to the damn Giants. Listen, hey, we lost in London, jet lag, we cool. It's a get-back game, right? I heard mm-hmm. you use that word. It's a get-back game. You're going yeah. against Dable. Dable doesn't have Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley's just coming back. They ain't got nobody worth a damn out of the receiver room. The offensive line, the offensive line was, was depleted, yet we only won by four points. So it, 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 it throws you for a loop. And you got people saying, hey, man, it wins a win, man. We're still, we're still a great squad. Yeah, but you got to bury teams like this. So now you're going up against a team that's got a better defense in Bill Belichick, and we are susceptible to taking big-ass runs. You got Ramondre Stevenson, and you got Zeke Elliott. You have the worst running game in the league, bro. I don't know if you looked at the stats. We are six six points worse than the offense that we had under Matt Patricia. We have one of the worst running attacks in the NFL. We definitely have one of the worst, um, if not the worst quarterback in the NFL. Our offensive line is depleted. We um, honestly, man, if y'all if y'all even let up a field goal against us, y'all should be ashamed. That's how bad we are offensively. Like it's terrible, bro. The I wouldn't worry about what you got, what we do offensively, because you guys are going to stop us. Right. I would be more worried to get Josh Allen his get right game because he needs to throw. I don't know what it is about Josh Allen, man, because he's just so Jekyll and Hyde. He really is Jekyll and Hyde. That's who I call him, Jekyll and Hyde. Because you really don't know what you're going to get from him week to week. The problem with Josh Allen and why a lot of people are always going to um, talk about, you know, oh, maybe he, maybe he doesn't deserve an MVP nod is because consistency is key. You have to be consistent Bingo. every single week to be able to say you're the best quarterback in the NFL. We know it with Mahomes. We already seen it with Mahomes. We've seen it from uh, um, uh, 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 some other, you know, maybe not a lot of quarterbacks in the league. But if you're looking for MVP nod, you got to be able to stay consistent. And Josh Allen, for some reason, this season has just not been consistent. Bro, I'm telling you, and I'm trying, and I try to tell Bills fans this. Like just the other day, there was a a, a girl named by the name of Liv. She's on the volume. She has a podcast on the volume, and she said some things. Uh, I'm gonna try to find that audio, and I'm gonna play the audio. There's, there's, I heard it. It, it, it. Oh yeah, I think I think I heard it on Twitter. Yeah, I heard it. I bet. So. And I'm because there's some there's some folks that don't know about it, so I'm I'm gonna play the clip mm-hmm. and 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 let them hear it because I'm just gonna give you guys the audio. And yo, when when I put it up there, people are like yo Rico, how could you how could you put that as a take and this that? Listen, she did. It was a everything she said was pretty damn on point, except for that we know we were fraudulent team. Let me play the audio for y'all, and y'all let me know what you think about it. Hold on, let me just put my thing on here. I took my Bluetooth off real quick. 
And uh, you guys let me know how y'all feel about it because I have people trying to come after me like, yo, what you talk about? You tripping, letting that thing get to you. And all. It's not getting to me. It's just that other people are seeing what the Bills are for. Inconsistent. You don't know what kind of bills you're going to get. We're like one of the best offenses of the game. And then you put an out, uh, output. The last two games, you scored three touchdowns. Are you kidding me? No, nah, well, that, that don't that don't make it. What is the identity of Check the this bills? Out. They are highly competitive up against a very solid Miami team who was on an absolute heater with their offense. Then they can't beat the Jags. Well, you know, jet lag and, and you know, well, our defense was really injured. And OK, but what about that offense? Doesn't the Jags defense give up the second most passing yards per game? Trick question. Yes, it does. What about the Giants giving up the second most rushing yards per game? You're telling me you can't put up points on the board in two games. You've averaged 17 points. Who are the Bills? Fraudulent is the answer. By week six, the little hiccups, the mistakes, the turnovers, the this, the that. That's just kind of who you are at this point. That's not a fluky, weird game. That's not a... What's going on? This is the Bills. A win is a win. Good, bad, ugly, pretty. No, you got to get out of that mindset because these ugly little wins become your identity. And then when it's do or die, you die almost every year. Not almost every year. So every year now, I mean, we're always going to be competitive. But the the, most, the thing that stuck the most to me was we're inconsistent. Who the hell are these Bills, man? We're up and down. We're, we're scoring 48 or 38 points and 40 and dropping 40. And then we're dropping 14. Nah, man, we get that shit don't fly. So and I appreciate you saying that Josh has got to be consistent because it rolls with Josh. And a lot of things is we like to use our offensive corner as a scapegoat. And part of it is on the OC because he's not wanting to get creative enough and doing things and getting guys open. But there are times where Josh is just not hitting the guys he should be hitting and forcing things to happen. Therefore, mm-hmm. putting us in a position to play down to players that are teams that we shouldn't be. So, And that's what gives me the impression that we might be doing. We're going for a third game that we might be playing down to a team that we shouldn't. Now, we should be able to put the beats on y'all. But like you said, inconsistent Josh, we're about to find out how this plays out defensively. We should be able to stop you offensively. We need to find that spark and try to get that thing. So I'm not going to keep it too long. And I love rocking with you because I, I like getting your perspective because you're not one of those guys that's going to fluff. You're going to keep it a buck. So looking at your, your paint, your pat, your Patriots, I got to go back to it. Y'all think you can tank enough. Is Belichick going to let you tank enough? That's that the best, that, I love when people ask this question, Rico. I love it. Cause I just tell them, <laughs> We ain't got a tank. We just suck that bad that we don't even matter. Look at our schedule. We play Buffalo. We then we play Miami. You got Washington. You got the Colts. There's only two winnable games left on the schedule. And those are the two teams that we need to definitely lose if we want the number one pick. That's the Giants and that's the Broncos and the Jets to end this. The very the Jets to end yeah. the season. You, the we top. have we have actually this even now we have the sixth toughest schedule. We have the toughest schedule out of any other team. That is on that list to try to get that number one pick. Arizona got Kyler Murray back. Daniel Jones is eventually going to come back. The Giants ain't trying to tank. You know, the Giants already put all this money in Daniel Jones. The the Cardinals have all this money in Kyler Murray. Um, the Broncos put all that money in Russell Wilson. So at the end of the day, Russell Wilson actually even have hasn't actually even been playing that bad. His stats are comparable to Mahomes, if you really look at it comparably. Um, we are the worst team in the league. We are the worst team in Carolina. They Their pick goes to Chicago. That's going to be our biggest threat. But they play each other, so they cancel each other out. A lot of these bum teams, they all cancel each other out. So they're going to get a win eventually. 
the Panthers can't tank because they, you know, even though they're really bad, you saw what they did against Miami. They were 14, 14 nothing on Miami. I saw um, on last Sunday. So at the end of the day, it's not about wanting to tank. I think our best chance to get the number one pick is Belichick continuing not to uh, to continue to be the coach and Mac Jones continue to be the starter. You so think- at the end of the day, it's not about if we want to tank. I don't think Belichick has much of a choice. The players have tuned him out. Um, the front office is tuning him out. They're already doing backside deals of um, trying to get a new head coach in there. So at the end of the day, and, and Robert Kraft is going to figure this out because the game's in Gillette Stadium, ladies and gentlemen. This might be the first time ever in the Robert Kraft era where there might be more opposing fans than there are Patriots fans. I, I'm already I'm already calling for a boycott. And as a matter of fact, I've talked to a simple couple of buddies at the t- uh, um, at the tailgate that are going to the tailgate. Right. They're saying they can't even give away their, their their tickets for free. Once you start hurting Robert Kraft's bottom line, his pocket, because all that money he spent on that damn billboard, instead of putting it into the team, the product on the field, once you start seeing him lose money, the franchise start to dip now because it is the second most valuable franchise in the NFL. Once they start to tinker, because Brady's not there all along, it's been four years. That's when Bell uh, Kraft is going to have to be forced to make a change because now you're hurting his money. Now you're hurting his money. So it, it, it at the end of the day it comes down to it, your bottom line and what he's doing. But listen, man, Bill Belichick is just, he ain't just no other coach. He's 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 in this game. Done, Rico. Is Kraft done, bro? Is that relationship severed? Is it that bad? Wait, wait, are you talking about Robert Kraft and Belichick? Absolutely. No, because they're both hand in hand. They both deserve fifty percent of the blame pot. It's Robert Kraft's money that's spending it on these damn players. And I heard, and there's a lot of stuff coming out now that Relichick wanted certain players. Like, for instance, he didn't want to draft Mac Jones. Robert Kraft forced him to get Mac Jones. That's the problem. So there's a lot of stuff that Kraft is is meddling in that Belichick didn't even want. But at the end of the day, man, there needs to be, Robert Kraft needs to step down too. Um, Caleb Williams already said that um, he wants um, part ownership in the, in the team that drafts him. We might have that. We might we might have a new owner in Caleb Williams. You never know. I I'll be glad to give up a little parcel ownership to get get old Caleb. You know what I'm all saying? Right. Paint fingernails. You know, do do all that little, you know, all that little stuff that he be doing. Man, I, I love it. We need swagger, bro. We need a new. There needs to be a, a complete changing of the guard, bro. The whole Belichick way, all that stuff. That's it's got the done, bro. I it's got done. You. Listen, the NFL passed Shula went um with Marino. Right, the uh, Shula, Tom Landry. Yep. It happens to all the greats. This is no knock on Belichick. He's going to get his flowers when he eventually leaves. No doubt. But at this this era with the new player, with the Caleb Williams of the world, you know what I'm saying? You need a young coach like a Josh McDaniels, a player's coach, because these players are are tuning him out. They don't – that old school mentality doesn't work in this generation anymore. You know what I'm saying? There's never going to be another Tom Brady walking through that door that's going to take pay cuts year after year so you can feel the you know what i mean uh, so at the end of the day man that that's just my opinion but um this is my final say unless you have any more questions about the buffalo bills if i'm a bills fan i'm not worried not i'm not talking about this game in general because if right. you look at the afc look at the landscape of the afc right now right miami is miami's opponents they've beaten the the all their wins are against the worst teams in the league they're they're the, the, the combined win total of those teams that they've beaten are five and twenty-four, and the one team they faced, who you guys are, you know, competing for the division, uh, the one team that they faced, you guys beat the brakes off of them. I will say this though, and 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 be warned here, and I'm not because I hate the Jets too, 
right? I, I can't stand the Jets. Can't stand Be them. very careful with the New York Jets. Bro. Be very careful. Because that New York, because that defense is something serious. Let me tell you something before you get out of here. I've been trying to tell these Bills fans since day one. I, I called the first the first week we're gonna lose that game. We're gonna lose it. That defense is nasty. They they figured us out and offensively, we haven't we haven't found a way to kind of to to break through. And they've made Josh Allen look bad. They made Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. look bad. They made freaking Jalen Hurts look bad. Fam, that's a solid defense. And if Wilson starts to kind of get his act together and Brees Hall is getting is getting steamed, that's gonna be a problem team to deal with in this damn division. So we gotta figure shit out. Um, but I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the, the bills aside. But looking at this this whole playoffs and this whole situation, right? The way that this this the things are forming, and you mm-hmm. just bring up the Jets, you bring up the Dolphins. If you're looking at this AFC East conference, who do you say? Who do you think ends up taking this conference at the end of the day? Talk about just the entire AFC or just oh, the division? East specifically. Oh, Bills got it. Done. They got Done. Y'all, y'all got it in the bag. It's gonna be. This is my prediction. I think the Bills are. They're not. You're not. So you're. You're not gonna run away from the division. This is too competitive right now. I think the Bills are going to win the division for the fourth straight year. This is my surprise. I think the Jets are going to finish second and the Dolphins are going to finish third. I think the Jets, the Dolphins are going to get exposed again. And just my quick prediction on the AFC, if you really look at the AFC as a total right now, look at some of the teams that you guys got to beat, right? Cincinnati's not that good this year. The Chiefs, they've been, they got the Taylor Swift effect. You know what I'm saying? But they have not been playing good. Mahomes is playing his worst season. I think I've ever remember him seeing like he's 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 not playing that good, bro. If I'm the Bills right now, I'm very thankful that there isn't like a runaway train right now, in like a, like a like a clear cut favorite in the AFC. So the Bills are right there for the taking, and I tell this Bills fans this all the time: it's a marathon, not a sprint. As long as you're there at the end, when you get into the playoffs, that's when it matters the most. And wow. honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you: I think the Bills have a better chance at getting to the Super Bowl if they have to go on the road. So even if somehow you don't win a division, um, I think it might be a blessing in disguise for Buffalo. I think this is a team that's built to go on the road and, and do some damage to some teams that hurt some feelings. So I don't really think home field advantage really matters that much to Buffalo, if I'm being honest with you. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, look at the home field advantage we had last year. We got we got waxed on our own home field. So sometimes it is okay to be on the road and do what you got to do on the road. Be the world warriors, right? And I'm I'm gonna tell you this. I'm 100% in agreement with you. I think we still do take this East. I think we're still the cream of the crop in this in in this NFL. It's just right now we're we're not in sync offensively. I feel mm-hmm. like we're still and we're we're still a top off. And this is the thing that kills me. We're still one of the best offenses in the game, best teams in the game, and we look we struggle the last couple of games, and we're still head above heels a bunch of these teams. And as a fan, you just want your team to be just hitting all cylinders, but. But it's Buffalo, incredible. before I go, Buffalo needs to make a move before the tread deadline. You have to make yeah. a move. Wait if this is the Super Bowl window you're rolling with, you while the window's open, you need to go all out now. I don't know who y'all have to go get to go to to, to fill in Matt Milano and, and Trey White, but I honestly think offensively you're gonna be fine. I really think you need to you need to go go get somebody on that defense. Where we need to get somebody is on the cornerback spot. That's where we need to go and solidify because we're going to be going up against some gauntlet guys that can that can you know throw the football and and receive. We need someone in the con on the go get the Denver cornerback that everybody's been talking about. Go get him. Is Brandon Bean ready to give up? You know, what I'm saying a bit of you know, some some equities. Is he, is he trying to give up some picks? And my man likes his picks, so we're about to find out. 
if Denver's even willing to give that up in the first place. So it, it's one of those things, man, but things need to be shaken up. And if the Bills can make those moves, then we need to make them. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what Brandon Bean does. Man. But listen, man, ladies and gentlemen, my man, Master at Work, uh, part of the AFC Roundtable. Obviously, he does his own thing on his channel. Y'all are, mm-hmm. are pumping the, the stuff out there. Y'all are doing a damn good job on the on the AFC Roundtable. Y'all made it. Yeah, man, y'all met with my man Zbot at the uh, mm-hmm. at the the tailgate. Yep, we met him. We met Zbot. Zbot's a cool guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Doesn't take yeah. life seriously. No, he's just no, low. he's just a down to earth guy, man. Just down listen, to earth. You're not gonna meet any down to earth dude than my man Zbot, man. But listen, man, one of these days, man, I'm gonna try to make myself available to y'all, and uh, I'm gonna try to pop over. Most definitely, man. We definitely got to meet up at a tailgate at an event uh, somehow, bro. There's no you doubt. Gotta come down here to Buffalo if it's Bills and Dolphins. Late in the season or in the playoffs, man, we got to make that happen, bro. I, I'll definitely make that trip to go. Listen, we got to we got we gonna link up, man. One of these days we're gonna link up, man. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a good time, man. But listen, man, folks, listen. Do me Peace. a favor, follow my man, Master at Work, Twitter, Thanks. YouTube, all that good stuff. AFC Roundtable, those are my cats over there, man. So salute to you, man. And yo, you spit some real shit, man. And a lot of appreciate times, appreciate it, bro. Thanks they, for having me on. Else, man, they need to hear from somebody else rather than me spitting all this mm-hmm. stuff. They need to hear from somebody else that's on another squad and. And you spit the real shit, man. We appreciate you, man. Salute. Peace. Catch you on the flip, man. Catch you on the flip, man. Yep. That's my guy, Master at Work. That's my cat. He's dude. He's a good dude, man. Like, put aside all the, you know what I'm saying, the, the hoopla and all that stuff, man. But, like, when it comes down to it and you just, if you really know your squad and you really know your, your division, you keep it as honest as possible. And that's what I try to do as a, as a Bill's content creator. I can't sit here and... And sit here and tell you everything's honky dory with the Bills and we're amazing and we're this and we're that. I do think we're great. I think we could be um, way better than we are right now, but we're just not hitting on all the cylinders the way we need to. And that, as because I love this damn team so much, it pisses me off, right? Because we could be so much better. We have the we have the the key pieces on this team to exploit so many offenses, but we just haven't put it together. Now the the the, the silver lining in all this is that it's still early. We're week six. So much can happen, you know what I'm saying, in the month of December. I mean, we're just getting out of month of October. We got all of November. December when it really, really counts. And this is where you start to kind of know what your team is about at this point. But my man, listen, Tyson came through and, and said it. The Bills are the cream of crop in the AFC East. They should win it, but we should obviously watch out for who? The damn Jets. And the Jets are making moves. They had a huge win against the Eagles. You can't, and they didn't even have Sauce Gardner. They didn't have DJ Reed. So to for and and I know some of y'all are like, man, Rico really does root against his team and root for the other teams. That's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard. If you're a fan of the NFL, if you love football, you call shit for what it is, man. I can't sit here and be a homer. I just can't do it. You got to talk about all things and things that affect your team and things that other teams are doing well. You guys got to know that by me about me by now. You got to. And if you don't and you want to go somewhere else where someone says, hey, I love the Bills. The Bills are freaking amazing. We're the best team ever. Fuck it. Go see them. <laughs> go watch that shit because you're not going to get it here. And I will try to bring guests on that'll keep it a buck. And that's exactly what I want. And that being said, I have somebody else joining me that's a, Bill, that's a Pats fan. And uh, he's going to give me. I mean, listen, this is what it's about, man. It was Patriots week. You know, I hate the Patriots. I don't care if they're losing. I don't care if they're doing all that bullshit. I, I despise them just as much. But there's a little bit of sympathy. <laughs> you see them struggling right now. They're, it's not the, the franchise is not where it needs to be. But that's the way these peaks and valleys go with these teams, man. There's peaks and valleys. And right now, they're in a valley. They'll peak again. 
but it's, it might it might be a while. So now it might be the Bills time to freaking you know I mean be in that va- be in that peak, and we need to do what we do. Now that being said, I got another I got another you know I mean, guest coming on. My man Mayback Mel, what's up, Mayback? What's going on, Rico? You good, Rico. my guy? How's everything, brother? Yo, everything's good, man. To buy bien, to buy poser mon cher. Yo, we're gonna talk. You know what I'm saying? So Bills, Patriots, football, man. Are you are you you good? Like the audio's good. You straight? You can hear me. Everything's cool. Yes, I hear you. I'm just out in the car right now. I'm out and about. So don't even stress me. don't even stress it, man. So you heard my man's uh, master at work doing his thing, and he was, you know, what I mean, kind of giving us the goods on on the Patriots and all that good stuff. So you got the goods, man. You you live you live out there, man. So you you hearing the radio stations, you hearing everything. There's a lot of turmoil right now with your Patriots, bro. Like, what is it that that y'all are hearing? And uh, somebody said you look like French Montana. It's not even. Oh, somebody said, oh no, not French. Somebody's asking me what I was speaking. They don't know. So if you guys don't realize, I was speaking Creole to my man Maybach man. We we both Haitians. We Zos. So I mean, we had to show love to one another. You know what I mean? And uh, you already know, man. So talk to me, man. What what's what is I here's what I want to know the radio stations. What are the radio stations saying? What are these national medias talking? What are they saying about you boys that are doing your thing? They're calling for Belichick, man, to get out of there. Is that bad, huh? It's that bad. It's that bad, brother. I mean, the GM, the GM Belichick is real bad. You know, the coach, I still, I still will, you know, I still want the coach bill, but GM Bill, man. This is what they're saying. Some people are saying, so it's a split decision. Some people are saying, have Bill go up in the office and give the position to uh, Gerard Mayo. So, you know, Gerard is supposed to be, you know, next in line. He didn't take um, some uh, some jobs last year, some interviews. So, you know, brother, it's bad. It's so bad. I'm going to tell you how bad it is for me. I can't speak for anybody else. First and foremost, salute to Master at work. I'm t- tuned into him and I'm tapped in. You know, does good work. No doubt. But um, it's me. I'm looking for. I'm. 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 I'm already on the Celtics right now. Nah, you can't be on the Celtics yet, man. <laughs> Bro, listen. I'm not. I'm not gonna have a heart attack behind this team, brother. It, it's bad. Uh, I'm looking at five wins, the most. I mean, listen. I'm looking at your. I'm looking at the. Uh, the pay. I got. I gotta look at it because I just had it up. I, I just closed it. But uh, when I'm looking at the Patriots schedule and I'm trying to really see like, yo, how many more wins can y'all get? So obviously you guys had a had a close one against the Raiders. I mean, yeah, we already know how that 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 played out. Then you play us. You should lose this game. You should lose this game. Then you got who you got. Then you got Miami after that. And that one, I mean, division games are always tough, man. Division games are always tough, but. Maybe the Miami edges you guys out. Then you got the Commanders, y'all. That's a that's a wash. Y'all could take that one. Then you got the Colts, y'all. Maybe could take that one. There's two wins. Yeah. And the yeah. Giants, you could possibly take that one. You guys could put a couple yeah. wins, man. But it's not looking good. Then you got the Chargers. Then you got the Steelers. Then you got the Chiefs. Then you got the Broncos. Then you got Bills again. And then the Jets. It's <laughs> yo, it's tough for y'all, man. But I, I can't see I can't see y'all letting go of Belichick, man. Like. It's too tough. Like one of those guys that have been around for a long time, it's tough to just just get rid of him. Now, giving up his GM position, one thousand percent, he got to give that up. He he's not a talent evaluator. Give him the pieces, he'll develop the players right there and there. But picking these players, bro, he's been putting the he's been giving 
putting you guys out of the service. Now, Christian Gonzalez, great pick. Other yeah. than that, I don't remember a damn draft pick that you guys have drafted the last five years. I can I can tell you that that's a legitimate pick. I can't. I really can't. My real problem with him is the wild. So you mean to tell me every team other than us can pick wide receivers? I mean, he had a chance to pick up Pickney. I, I believe that's his name that 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 plays for the Steelers. Pickney, oh, the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you yeah. could have picked him up. I mean. It's bad. The last receiver, listen to this, that the that the Patriots picked and Belichick has anything to do with, but the GM at the time, I believe, was Scott Pioli, is Dion Branch. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time, man. Listen, long time. I'm talking about draft. Now, people might say Edelman. Edelman wasn't a receiver. Edelman wasn't a receiver coming out. He was a quarterback coming That's out. Right. That's right. Went to the Correct. Correct. But I'm talking about pure receiver that drafted was Dion Branch, brother. Let me break. Let me break your heart a little more. Just the other day, I saw a clip of uh, mm-hmm. of AJ Brown, and AJ Brown. I don't know if you saw this clip, but AJ Brown, his agent was like, "Yo, hang tight. Uh, the Patriots might be coming to get you." And he was a Patriots fan growing up, so y'all could have had AJ Brown, but y'all right. drafted Nikhil Harry uh, over right. AJ Brown, bro. He said. I was so upset. I went to the closet and cried. That's how upset I was. Bill Belichick yeah. strikes again. Fam, he's got to leave as the GM. The GM for yeah. your squad, he's got to go. He's not doing it, so, man. He's not. He's not. And the other thing, too, I mean, you know, we got Bill, uh, Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. He's not. Listen, this is to me, I look at the y'all offense. It's the same way. Y'all can scheme up a lot of work, but y'all don't. You get what I'm saying? Y'all could open I, that playbook I up. Absolutely know what you that's what that's what's making Bills fans like myself, I'll speak for myself, upset because mm-hmm. we have the pieces. We Correct. if you team up these guys to get them in position to do big things, my goodness, how dangerous we would be. But we last three, last three years. Last three years for you guys. Part itself. I didn't mean to cut you off, but last oh, three years, bro. Last three years, especially the last two. Especially nah, the last two years. So you know. Let, let me ask you this. Let me just kind of, kind of flip the script a little bit. So you watching, you watching the Bills right now. You've been watching the Bills from afar now. You've had right. success with the Patriots. Now you've seen the tide turn. When did you realize, yo, all right, these Bills are legit. They're for real. Like, when was it that you, you said, okay, that, that, that's the squad that they're probably going to take over this, this, this division? At least three years ago. Three that's years ago, you- brother. Yeah, I seen it. I seen it, brother. You know, like, listen, bro, Belichick is stuck in his ways. You know what I'm saying? As far as defense, I don't mind him picking, the, you know, defensive players, you know, and stuff like that. Like you said, yep. Gonzalez was a good pick. You can see it already, you so, know. But other than that, bro, the offense, offense is is, is, is bad. I already, I, I, listen, I was telling people that Mac Jones is not the future. And to me, he's not a franchise quarterback. Mac Jones is not. At least not with the Pats. I'll say that. I, that's yeah. what you should do. Because I feel like he's a decent player, and I think he's a good player, but y'all messed him up. First of all, y'all y'all passed him over to a non-offensive coordinator. So what were you guys expecting? There was no damn development going on with a special teams coach. Get out of here with that. And now you finally bring him an OC, but it's too late. The team is just not good enough. For, you bring in Juju Smith-Schuster? What the heck was that brother supposed to do for y'all? Honestly. Y'all let y'all let y'all let uh, Buddy go to the Raiders. 
Jacoby Correct. <laughs> Correct. Jacoby Myers. That that made no sense to me. Brother, listen to this. Aguilar. Aguilar's putting in a little bit of work for Baltimore. So you mean to tell me you paid Aguilar 15 mil? Let's not even forget about the Jacoby. We could have had Hopkins. Didn't want to pay. That was just that's the that, that, bro. That this this is what I'm talking about. To me, that made no sense. Makes no sense. You got to pay somebody, bro. We have no playmakers. Can you name a playmaker on the Patriots right now? The, the roster right now. Honest, solid playmaker. Solid playmaker. The only person to me on your squad that can do something. I was gonna say Gasecki, but Gasecki hasn't been a playmaker enough from the Miami Dolphins days for me to even give him something. Hunter Henry is washed. I don't think he's what he used to be. The only bright spot that I can say that y'all got on your squad right now is Stevenson. That's it. That's Offensively. I don't know anybody else. Judah, like Ty Judah, Thornton. Ty Judah, Thornton. Judon is the playmaker. Judon is the playmaker. That's I was, about I was speaking it. Offensively, but Judon being hurt. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So I would Judon Correct. and I would have said Christian Gonzalez. That's it. And you know what? And, and your big safety, um, I'm trying to think of his name right now. It's eluding me now. Your big okay. safety. Thug, Duggar, uh, Duggar, Duggar, is it Duggar? Kyle Duggar. Duggar. And that's, and that's, a, that's a piece, you guys. You guys, so a solid piece, and then you guys have that, um, the one out of, uh, you got a, a pass rusher out of, uh, out of Oklahoma, I think it was Oklahoma. Um, um, you're talking about White. Nah, 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 nah. No, not, no, him, not him. And he's, uh, he was, um, a, I, it's not coming oh, to me right friend. now. And then Correct. you got, and you got Armour. Armour should be, should be playing way better for y'all. But like, I don't know what's going on. I can't. Listen, guy, you, see, you see how many guys we got hurt, right? Twenty guys. Fam. Some guys, they're not really hurt, bro. It's, it's business decisions. <laughs> so I'm looking at look at this list of y'all that y'all. First of all, so let me tell you. So y'all are you don't have your O line. You don't have Josh Uche, one of your better your better defenders. All right, you got the Keon White is out. So you got three casts that are out. Look at the list of players that are questionable. David Andrews, Christian, there's Christian Barmore, right? Mm-hmm. Keyshawn Bout. I don't know if he if he's if he even participates enough to even be a difference maker. You got Trent right. Brown. That's that's fam. The list go bumming. Al Duggar's on the list. Trey Flowers is on that list. Right. Hunter Henry, Jack Jones potentially could be coming back and playing for y'all. Correct. Correct. Smith Schuster, so strange that y'all drafted in the first round, which is an absolute joke. And then you have uh obviously Jabil Preppers. I don't know what's going on with him, but fam. It's uh, yo, it's rough, bro. It's yeah. rough. I, I feel for y'all, but I don't because I want us to get back and wax you guys badly. So honestly, I, I tell you this because <laughs> we're about to like we face you guys, then we're about to go into a matchup with Tampa. We need to handle Tampa, and but in order for us to handle Tampa and, and Baker Mayfield, we need to put the beats on Macaroni Jones. Correct. The y'all ain't cons- game, y'all ain't we've been inconsistent. We've been inconsistent, and I have. A, and I really hope that it doesn't trend, it doesn't kind of follow us into this game against a divisional foe against the Patriots. So this is one of those games where we need to open things up and, and really start to pour it on. So here's my question for y'all, man. You've been watching the Bills, and when you see Josh Allen, you see Stephon Diggs, you see James Cook, then you go to defense, you see Matt Milano, he's hurt now, but you see the way this defense, this off, this whole team could be nice. What stands out to you where you're like, man, I'm envy. Like, what is there? Is there things that stand out to you, man? Man, I wish I had this or Correct. that. Or what's that? What is it that you wish that you that the Patriots could emulate? Listen, number one, Josh. 
He's nice like that. There's no question. Correct. Number two, digs. Okay. And go ahead. Go ahead. No, what was you going to say? Because those are the those are the ones that everybody looks at, right? And they look at that and they say, all right, fuck, I wish we had that. And you know what, Bills fans, I'm going to tell you right now, when I look at having Diggs on the squad, this guy's the alpha dog, complete alpha dog on this thing. And what he does, and a lot of people try to give him a little, a little, hey, I didn't, not even Bills fans, these people, they, they got the camera all over him. And they any little reaction this brother does, he might roll his eyes on some. And there's a, did you catch that? He just rolled his eyes. Oh, he must be pissed at Josh, right? Everything they do, they, they're following this cat. But like, fam. This team is so is too good for the for them to be putting in performances like the Giants. I really hope that Giants performance is just an anomaly that we ain't gonna <laughs> see that no more. And then is we gonna keep it pushing. So I'm gonna put yeah. you in a tough spot right now. Three ways that you guys, the Patriots, can beat these Bills. What are three ways that you guys can beat these Bills? Special teams, I would say it would have to be special teams, but the special teams is horrible. Bus, real bad. I would say, you know, the main football uh, phases, special teams, offense, and defense. No, you got to be more specific than that, brother. You can't give me that. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, I'll give you that. (laughs) Listen, we got got to open the playbook, man. They got uh, Bill Bill O'Brien got to get creative. Got to get creative. Guys got to get open. Got to pass the ball and run the ball. And I tell you this, Ezekiel Elliott been running the ball better than Stevenson had. Really, though? This year. Yes. Because yeah. I was reading some stuff and they said he just started to kind of get on and start to kind of get his Correct. act. So, Correct. Damn, Correct. okay, then. We'll see, how, we'll, we'll see how that plays out, man, because I'm looking at the Patriots. This could be one of those games that, like my man Master of Work said, get right. And a lot of teams have been getting right against you guys. And you guys are coming off a very low production game against the the Raiders. And the Bills are coming up against a low production against the Giants. It's one of those games where, listen, divisional game, we got to handle you guys, man. And that's what it's going to come down to. So last question before you get out of here, bro, because I appreciate you coming on. Score prediction, bro. Give me that score prediction. Need that. (sighs) I would say... Y'all should whoop us, but should. should, yeah, should. I'm a Pats fan, and I'm I'm being honest. I'm As a realist. Could. Yep. Y'all should whoop us. I'll, start, I'll give you the score, 21-14, Bills. And you know what? 21-14, me, I don't think you guys even put up 14 points, so, so don't even don't even try to give y'all. You you put a little too much, a little too much sauce, too much e-piece on that, man. You got to take the to take a little bit e-piece off of that, but – I'm not even giving you 15 <laughs> points. I'll give, you, I'll give you all 10, 10 to 13 points. That's it. That's all you're going to put up. But this is where the Bills need to put up at least 28. 21 is not going to That's gonna what come. I would say. Y'all need, we need Correct. to put up at least 28 and establish something, man, because enough's enough. Enough's enough. This is, this is where we start to got to, we got to start separating ourselves. We're weeks, we're going into week seven. That's, that's mm-hmm. somewhat still deep into the season now where we start to got to separate and now establish ourselves. And uh, that's right. what I'm looking for for us to do, man. So I like that 20. I'll take it 21 14. I'll take the win. I mean, a seven score, a seven score game, a seven point game, I'll take that. But uh, that's it. Uh, listen, man, I wanted to just get your perspective. I want to see what, what Pat's fans were thinking, and they're frustrated, obviously. I can see it, mm-hmm. and I'm reading it, 
And people are already listening. You're already telling me you're on to the Celtics season. Correct. Good, good pickup, by the way, by getting Drew Holiday. That's a big pickup. That's huge. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Appreciate man. That. And they gave a lot of money to Jalen Brown, bro. A lot of money to Jalen Brown. He better show up. He better show up. Oh, he ready. He's ready, man. He's been with KG, Paul Pierce during the offseason, working out. So you already know. Uh, we uh, Rondo just came out today. Boy, please, man. So, you know. Rondo, watch. Don't even talk. Don't talk to me about Rondo. Oh, man. Don't talk to you about Rondo. He's a champion, brother. He's a champion. That's all that matters, brother. I hear you, man. But listen, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. And, you know, every anytime that we talking ball, man, I might listen. It may not even be about the Patriots, man. I might just bring you on just to talk ball and, uh, and get this thing cracking, man. And, uh, and Lakers all day. Lakers oh, all day. Man. That's it, man. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you, man. But listen, ladies and gentlemen. You lucky you as well. Lucky you as well, brother. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's my man, Mayback Melly. Came through, shouting out from uh, Boston. And uh, he wanted to, uh, you know what I mean, so show some love and uh, and come through on the show, man. Appreciate you, man. We always we always chop it up on the side, man. So You already um, know. Likewise, brother. Appreciate yeah, man. you, man. Much Salute respect. to the Bills, man. Salute to the Bills Mafia, man. Salute to y'all. You know Listen, what I'm man. saying? Salute to the real ones, man. You're I a love- real one, Rico. You already know. You're a real one. Man, that's that's my guy, man. Maybach Mel. Listen, you know you're doing good things as a Bills fan. You know you're doing good things when Patriots fans are saying, yo, salute. Salute to y'all, man. Y'all are doing it. <laughs> that's when you know your squad is nice. When when the op, when the op is telling you, all right, man, you guys are nice. Right, I'll give y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna whoop us. And as we should, we should be able to go and take care of business. No question about it. We can't leave doubt. I'm done with just leaving a bit of doubt where people can kind of, you know what I'm saying, just just maybe the Bills will win this one or or it's going to be a close one. Yo, we cannot have that. When we're If we're supposed to be a contending team, we're supposed to be a team that, I mean, people are going to fear when they play us. We've got to be able to handle teams that are not on our level. The quarterback play is not on our level. You know what I'm saying? Their defense is not on our level, although a good defense, but they just don't have the talent that we have. So they should not be able to hang around with us. But we tend to do that. So we need to start fast. And you want to know how we start fast? Let me tell you something right now. When we played the Commanders, when we played the Raiders, those are two out biggest scoring games. We were spreading the football, man. Josh Allen, like they didn't know what we were doing. They didn't know where we were going, especially against it was the commanders, I believe. The commanders had no answers for us. They couldn't, they couldn't get a pass rush on us. I mean, they had they had sweat. They had uh young Allen. Like, fam, they just could not. Why? Because we were just moving the ball left, right, center, running the football, passing it, 12 personnel spread. Like we were so multiple that they had they had no answer for us and then we've we've relegated ourselves to just just mediocre play as as of late nah man and you know what and it starts with josh and i'm gonna say this man people and and i want you guys to listen to me clearly because i i I need y'all to understand this i'd say like 80 percent of y'all that's in the chat right now are in a relationship whether you're married to a man married to a woman or you with somebody you're in a relationship okay and this is how I categorize Josh Allen and these bills. All right. And I'll use myself as an example. And some of y'all might feel the same way. But we'll get to it. So 
I've been married to my wife now for third 14, 13 or 14 years. All right. And we've been together like 15, 15, 16, 15 years. All right. And I think I'm a, I think I'm a fantastic husband. I think I'm a great father. I love being a father, love being a husband, all that good stuff. Right. And there are moments in our marriage and our relationship that I have these weeks where I just become like super husband, super dad, where I'm like attentive with the kids. I'm playing with the kids. I'm putting them down for bed. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And uh, I'm being a very attentive husband and I'm cooking and, and you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Rub, back rubs and all the good things that your wife is going to want. And wow, look, my husband's really doing that. I didn't have to do a damn thing. He's doing homework with the kids. And he, he put the dishes away after supper. Like we've had, we've had moments where we've, we've just been on as a husband and, and as a father, right? And then there are moments where as a husband, as a father or whatever, as, as a spouse, we have some months where we're like, bro, non-existent. Yo, you didn't take the trash out. You left the dishes in the sink. You didn't put the laundry away. Like, yo, I need help. Like, what are you doing? Right? Josh is like that, man, where he'll give you a week that is amazing. Where you're like, yo, this guy's the, the GOAT. You can't touch this guy, man. Amazing. And that sticks in your head because you remember that because it's positive. But then there's days, there's some weeks where Josh is like, okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and just not, not as efficient, not as great. You still love him. He's still your guy because you remember the amazing games that he's had. And you're like, that's the guy that I know. We've been in there. We've had some weeks where we're way off. And we have some weeks that we're freaking way on. Right. And your spouse will remember the way on. Oh, man, I, you remember those? Remember when you did that that week where you were doing this and doing that and doing that? So as a Bills fan, we're like, yo, Josh, if we could just get that consistently, that'd be great. Now, is that asking too much? Can anybody really be consistent and on all the time? No, you're not. But you want it more, more so than when, when we're not. And when we're not, we're not that great. Look, look, we should have buried the Giants, man. We should have really buried the Giants. And Josh, although Josh had some, some solid numbers, but it wasn't, it, he didn't move the needle for us to get going. Now, most people be like, yo, are you blaming Josh? Not at all. I'm not blaming Josh. I just, I need Josh to step up and be more consistent. Because when Josh is on, everybody else is on. And we need that. And everybody, and it feeds off of that. And I, and, I, and I bring it back to the Raiders game. When he's on, bro, he's just dicking and dunking, and he's just moving the ball anywhere he wants to. And that's what we need from Josh <clears throat> on a more consistent basis because these matchups are going to get tougher. So thank goodness we start to get Kincaid back. Hopefully there's, a, there's something built between those two, and they can get it rocking. If we can let me spread the football and, and scare these teams with the speed that we have from, from Deontay Hardy, get that underneath. Old line needs to be more intact. It's just like, I just want so much success for this team. <clears throat> and I know it's the NFL and you've and not every day is going to be smooth and polished. I get that part. But when we're, we're a top five team in this game, you have to have way more great games than these mediocre games. And we've given you two mediocre games. And you're probably like, well, the Jaguars game wasn't that bad. No, we didn't wake up until 10 minutes into the freaking fourth quarter. We were asleep 
all three quarters until the 10 minutes into the game. Then we started to kind of try to put things together. So this Giants game, asleep. Can't put no damn points up all three quarters. We wait till fourth quarter to get going. We cannot have that. And like that lady said, you keep putting, you put these, these mediocre games together and you start, you know what I mean, having more inconsistent moments, that's what's going to do you in at the end. You can't have that, man. You just can't. So, that being said, still love this squad, still love this team, still love Josh Allen, and I hate the Patriots. So we should go in and smash the Patriots and let them know. When they're down, kick them even more while they're down. And that way we kind of get back into the, th- the swing of things, and then we take on the Tampa Bay Bucks, handle the Tampa Bay Bucks because we got to repay them a visit because the last time we played them it was against Tom Brady and them boys, and we were just coming back and they beat us. So we got to repay them a visit. And then once we get those two games under our belt and we start kind of getting that winning feeling again and putting points up and, and being consistent on offense, the matchup against the Bengals should be a great one. We should, these two games should prepare us for this Bengals game coming up in week nine. But it starts with the Patriots. It really does start with the Patriots. So <clears throat> how are we going to beat these Patriots? What needs to be done to beat these Patriots? Listen, show up. That's pretty much what we got to do is freaking show up. But more specifically, 29 yards rushing last week. Unacceptable. It was absolutely unacceptable. And the difference was in the pudding. We ran the ball very little in the first half, and you saw the type of production we had in the first half. A dud. Potato. We ran the ball way more in the second half, and we had success. Well, what do you know? So guess what I'm going to say? Get these running backs involved early. Get them the football. Get them the football. The Pats are beat up. They don't have Matthew Judon. They don't have Christian Gonzalez. Right? You got a limping Kyle Duggar. Josh Uche is out. Like, fam, we should be able to do what we need to do. 29 yards of output running the football is absolutely unacceptable. Get your running backs involved and get him involved early. By the way, we just signed Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson to the Bills roster. If you guys are not familiar with Ty Johnson, Ty Johnson drafted by the uh, <clears throat> the Detroit Lions in the sixth round or late round, fifth or sixth round. I think it was the sixth round. Um, spent some time, very little time over there and spent more time uh, with the New York Jets. If you go and look at what his style of run play, he's 5'10", to 5'10", about 2'10". That's a great size for a running back. He's got great hands. He can catch out of the backfield and he runs north-south. He runs hard. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not trying to big him up, but if he gets on the field, which we will, and you'll see him because Damon Harris has been put on IR for, the, for at least four weeks with his neck slash concussion, it's going to be the Latavius Murray, Ty Johnson, and James Cook show. And I'm going to tell you right now, Ty Johnson is going to open some eyes to Bills fans. Wait till you see Ty Johnson get on the field. And I'm not saying that you you heard it here first. I'm not telling you that, but I'm saying don't be surprised when you start seeing great output for from him. Now, he may not get a whole lot of touches, 
but the one the few touches that he will get he will make the most of it then you're gonna be like holy crap who's this guy don't be surprised if if he was good enough for them to say Leonard Fournette he's a name we know what kind of back he is ah we're good that tells you the amount of trust that they have in Ty Johnson not only that Ty Johnson had an opportunity to leave the Bills and go and sign somewhere else, maybe onto another practice squad or somebody was trying to poach him. He decided to say, I'm good. So what that tells me is they're like, yo, we're going to run the ball. We're going to try to establish yourself and we're going to get you in the ball and you're going to touch the ball. So go somewhere else all you want, but you're going to have your opportunity. And how could you, how could he say no? So don't be shocked if you start, if you see some solid output from Ty Johnson. So Ty Johnson signed to the active roster. Uh, Kudos to him. So the Bills, they're banged up some more. All right? And if you look at uh, what we're going to be facing, obviously Josh Allen, his shoulder has been an issue. Uh, It was an AC joint injury. And uh, talking to my man, uh, Mr. Alex Lucci, tells me it's a a type 1 grade injury. So discomfort but can still play and can still throw the rock and still sling it. Um, may not go deep as often, so you probably see a lot of dinking and dunking this whole game. But for the most part, that's pretty much what our offense is kind of predicated on, right? We, we haven't really gone deep like crazy. We've been just pretty much dinking and dunking and, and taking the intermediate passes. And Josh's arm is strong enough that he can do that. So he was limited on Wednesday and full on Thursday and Friday, so he's a go. Spencer Brown, full all week with a knee injury. He's a go. Kyrie Elam, the brother just got here. He's already banged up. <laughs> He's got an ankle injury. He's limited all week. So we'll see how that plays out. Maybe Dane Jackson uh, will return. We'll see how that plays out. Dane Jackson, speaking of Dane Jackson, Dane Jackson, uh, his foot injury, he was a full participant. So be prepared to see Dane Jackson and Christian Benford starting up opposite each other, which is great news. AJ Panessa, full participant in practice all week. Same with Dalton Kincaid off of his concussion. This is great news. Dawson Knox, full participant. So you have both boys back in the game and healthy. Cam Lewis, shoulder. He was a full participant, but he could be questionable. And then last but not least, you got Quentin Morris that got our game-winning touchdown. He's out. Ed Oliver with a toe injury, whether it's a, he's got turf toe or whatever the case is, that really sucks. He's out. And Greg Rousseau that did not play last week, he's back in um, with a foot, uh, foot, and he's limited, and he was a full participant. So uh, it'll be fun to see how this plays out for us. So that is our, I guess that's, a, that's, that's what it's going to, that's what, it's, that's what it is right now. So that's our injury report. We'll see how the plays out. Things do change. But for the most part, that's, you'll see most of those participants play in this, this upcoming game. Um, and we'll go from there. But the Jack, listen, man, the Patriots are banged up. But listen, if you look at what we've done to the Patriots the last, you know what I'm saying, the last few, few, few years, if you will, if you think about it, look at Patriots. Remember that wind game, that, sh- that crummy game that we had? They won 14-7. And then we never looked back after that. Bills 33-21. Bills 47-17, the wild card game. You remember the perfect game. Bills come back 24-10. Bills again 35-23. Like we've, the last five games, we, I mean four out of five games, we've had these boys on the ropes. And it's not going to change. We're going to continue to apply pressure to these boys. And it ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. They need to, they need to know who daddy is. And we're going to continue to do that. So that being said, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out at the end of the day. So folks, um, 
right before I get out of here, you know what we got to do. We got to do our pickums, and I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I did call the upset of the week last week when I said the Jets were going to take down the Eagles. Did I not call that, ladies and gentlemen? I told y'all there was the, there was something in my gut that said, you know what, it's gonna happen. Um, so listen, man, just listen to my words. Just listen to my words. Maybe I can help you out. Um, and I'll tell you this: if you're if you're looking into your fantasy and you need some help. I'm your boy. I'm going to help you out. And uh, if you are looking for any advice to do with Josh Allen, I'm going to tell you right now, it's very simple. Never go low. Always high on Josh. Don't let me tell you about it. Let my man Pierre tell you. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. And there it is. So get your code, folks, is the Buffalo Fanatics. And uh, let's get let's get the things uh, let's get let's get things cracking, folks. So before we get into the uh, the schedule for the week, uh, let me let me preface by by kind of give you guys an idea of what. I'm looking forward to seeing this game, right? And, I, and I, the first thing was establishing the run. You got to establish the run, get that run game going. Ty Johnson being infused to this offense should 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 keep us on par, but we can't neglect the run game. We've got to run the football. This offense is absolute. It's they're healthy. There's nothing holding us back. Get going. There's chemistry all along the line. It's not like we're shuffling guys inside and out. No, everybody's on the line. They're good to go. Run the football, establish the football. And guess what? You drafted the damn guy in the second round. You gave him the freaking football. This, this, this notion, this, this nonsense of, and I no disrespect to Latavius Murray, but Latavius Murray starting the football game. What, what kind of nonsense is that? What nonsense is that? Like, stop wasting people's time. Put James Cook in and let him run. The guy had 14 carries or something like that for 71 yards, and you only start to use him in the second half. You think you'll use them more often. Getting too damn cute in this damn offense, man. Quit, quit the BS. Quit BSing. So establish that run game. Establish it, establish it, establish it. Josh Allen, go through progression, brother. I mean, don't be afraid to use these other players because they will look, they will make you look good. I promise you they'll make you look good. I'm looking at that. Basic vanilla offense that these Saints tried to pull out. And I was like, my goodness, man. Like, we're watching these poor piss offenses out here. And I got a quarterback that is the best in the game. And, like, we're just not taking advantage, man. Take advantage of all your weapons. Trent Shurfield, Khalil Shakir. Like, these boys can ball, and they will make you look good. They will make you look good, man. Find them and let them do work. Especially tight end. Dalton Kincaid. My goodness, man. Like, we we... We bring this guy in the first round, and we're, we're very minimally using him. The guy's got 19 targets and 17 receptions. He's reliable. That tells me reliable. 
See him, look for him, let him do work. He will get there. So establish a run. Use your offensive weapons, man. Spread the ball around. And we're that much better when you do. Believe me, Diggs is going to get his, man. Get him six to seven receptions over a buck, a buck 80, excuse me, a buck 80, over 100, 100, year, 100, years, 100 yards, maybe at a tutty. Yo, he's straight. He'll get his numbers. He's always going to get his numbers. And especially when you need to go to crush time, you go to your boy. But you got to get these other guys involved, man. You got to get these other guys involved. That's just what it is. So establish that run. Spread the ball around. Get these boys going. Ken Dorsey, for love of God. Can we run a screenplay? Can we run a running back screenplay? Can we? The amount of aggression that we're getting from these defenses, and we're definitely going to get it from the Patriots, run a screenplay. James Cook is a receiving back. My goodness, that's what he does. Find a way. My goodness, man, that drives me insane. Let's get creative, man. Hardy, he's not just a gimmick receiver. Put him in the slot. Let him do some work, man. Man, got me, got me killing. Anyway, and you know what? Let's keep up the damn good work with the defensive, defensive backfield. Excuse me, the def- defensive backfield. Let's create some pressure. This Vaughn Miller's only getting healthier. He's going to get after it. He's on the road. You know what I'm saying? And we got, we got Greg Rousseau that's back. Ed Oliver's going to be taking a backseat. Puna Ford is going to get in the game. We're going to see a little bit more of Phillips. Settle. So we, we've got some nice depth on this squad, man. So we're going to get after it. We got to get Macaroni Jones on his back. Make him on his back. I want him looking at the stars, man. And last but not least, special teams. Listen, man, I can't gloss over. I can't gloss over the, the field goals. The field goals, these missed field goals were killing us last week. So we got to capitalize when we get in that red zone. We got to capitalize. Obviously, we want seven, but we, we can't be, you know I mean, we can't be leaving points on the floor. We just can't. We just can't whatsoever. And uh, a big shout out. I got to give a big shout out. Even Baldinger is noticing the talent that we have a linebacker in Terrell Bernard. Terrell Bernard, for crying out loud, is absolutely on it. He's on it, man. The guy, like, listen, I, I can't stress it enough how wrong I was about Terrell Bernard. When Baldinger has you on, your, on his show and has, has clips of you just instinctively reading things and getting to the, getting to the football, it's a beautiful thing to see. So let's go. Now, next segment that I need to talk about, the trade deadline. Everybody's talking about the trade deadline. Everybody's talking about who we should target, who we should get. And for some reason, I'm starting to see this. There's steam picking up on the potential availability of Devontae Adams. In my opinion, the best receiver in football overall. Devontae Adams available? I just, I just can't get one. Hold on a second. I got my man, Walter, that says he feels like I missed one. Hold on. I'll get back to my point that I was going to make because we're going to talk about the trade. Uh, Walter, what's up, Walter? Walter says, uh, I feel like you missed one, Rico. We need to call out the pass catchers. Oh, okay. Allen did miss reads, and his passes weren't always perfect. But when given the chance, we need guys to the plays and make the plays and catches. You're right about that. Like having Josh Allen, although the pass wasn't great, don't get me wrong, but it still hit Dawson Knox straight in his brick hands. 
and he dropped that sucker. Those, those, those are the things that we just can't have. And you know what? Let me just keep going. Keys to winning the game are miscues, right? Penalties, not lining up, false start, undisciplined football. Yo, we can't have it. We started the league. We started the year fine, maybe a couple, a couple flags here and there. But now we're we're up in seven, eleven. No, we can't do that. We can't. So these these we've got to be more disciplined on the field. We must be more disciplined. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Help your quarterback out. You know the play is never dead with Josh Allen. It is never dead. Keep moving. And these guys know better. You run your route. You think it's over? No, 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 no. Look for the hole. Look for the hole somewhere. He will find you. Straight up. So, Walter, I appreciate that. Good shit. Now, Devontae Adams. Do we honestly think the Raiders would give up Devontae Adams? Now, most folks might say they would never. And I'm, I think I'm in that camp that they wouldn't. Now, if they did, though, because they feel like, you know what? The AFC West is just not what it is. And we're just not going to play well. We got the Chiefs in there. The Broncos are there. You know, the Chargers are there. Ah, I don't know if I can. Let's move on from him, especially with the comments he made the other day, which I don't think were very bad at all. I don't think they're bad at all whatsoever, actually. But people are taking it out of context and saying that, you know, what I mean, he's he's about being greatness. He doesn't care about the wins. It's about himself and he wants to he wants to win. Everybody wants to win. But. Those comments are now you know, making his way around to people and saying, hey, maybe he's unhappy. Maybe they'll trade him. Well, the likely scenario for him to get traded would be the Bills. If for some reason we were able to score Devontae Adams and have him on the squad next to, to Stefan Diggs and Kincaid and James Cook and Josh Allen, it'd be unbelievable. It'd be unbelievable. Almost, almost too, too good to be true. And I'm probably correct. That being said, though, anything can happen. Now, would they trade in the conference? See, this is what makes things different. Now, if he was playing for Green Bay, maybe they sent him to another conference, and that's that. Trading in church, you know what I mean, in the conference, that becomes tough. So trade deadline. That is, that's what's the hot topic right now. Offensively, I don't think we need to trade for anything offensively, personally. I think we're just fine the way it is. We just have to develop and use the guys that we have on the squad because I think they were that good. Now, defensively, though, if we're about to bring anybody on, maybe maybe at the linebacker position. But my, but listen, Bernard is playing extremely well. He's playing extremely well, and we got Dorian Williams. And I I wouldn't want to bring somebody on that's going to take the valuable reps away from Dorian Williams. I would keep the linebacker crew the way it is. Now defensively that cornerback spot if we could trade for that cornerback spot move on from Kyir Elam have Kyir part of a trade trade you know, package you get a young corner that maybe just doesn't just fit our team so you get to develop in the way you want to and we get a big time guy and I'm going to say it again Patrick Sertain would be amazing but problem is we play the Broncos <laughs> We play the Broncos week 10. So I can't see them giving up. I can't see them giving up Pat Sertain for the, us to just go play them and Pat Sertain be locking them suckers down. I just can't see it happening. I just can't. So 
at this point, Brandon Bean doesn't give me the impression that he's going to be looking to make a trade. I just don't, I can't see it. I don't think we need anything offensively. I think we're just fine offensively. And if we do bring anybody, it'd be, now this will be unpopular. I know this is going to be unpopular. Now, I don't have a specific name to kind of give you and say, this is who we should go after. I don't have a specific name. But, like, I'm looking at the defensive backfield, and I'm maybe looking at the safety spot. I know they would never do it. And this is just me speculating here. But, like, if we had a young safety that, you know what I mean, is making a name for himself or it just can't find a way to get on the field somewhere, but he's damn good. And if we can try to acquire him, I'm not saying to, you know what I'm saying, trade Poyer at all, but I'm adding maybe another safety, right? And now you've got Taylor Rapp with you, and eventually we want to move on from, you mean, the two older safeties. We have those guys in there. But if you're trading for someone, you're trading for someone that needs to, to be an impact right off the bat. That's not going to help us. That's not going to help us. So for me, if you need someone that's going to be impact right off the bat, it's a corner. And you got to trade for a top corner in this game or forget about it because it's just what it is. Looking at this, the rest of the roster, I'm just kind of like going through it. Nowhere else stands out to me, man. Nowhere else stands out. Cornerback, linebacker. I like the way the linebacker squad is right now. Keep it the way it is. And then maybe add a safety. But then they don't impact you right off the bat. So right now, the one that impacts you off the bat is a corner. Now, some people have been saying, well, what, what about trading for Hunter Renfrew? Fam, if we can't even get the ball to... Swole Beasley, a.k.a. Dalton Kincaid. What the hell is Renfrew going to do for us? We're in 12 personnel. What are they going to do? We're in shotgun, what, 67% of the time. So a lot of times we're, we are, but we're, we're also in, in 12 personnel a lot as well. It's not like it was 90% just shotgun. We're in 67% of the time we're in shotgun. So bringing a Hunter Renfrew, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So that being said, folks, I mean, listen. Brandon B does not give me the impression that he's ready to trade for anything. And if we don't, it doesn't necessarily need something. I think we're fine. We just need to develop these guys and get them going. We need to get up on these Patriots and get up on them quick. All this slow start nonsense, knock it off. Shake up the, you have the chance to shake up the rust against the damn Giants. Now it's go time. Let's get it cracking. Now, by the way, if you're going for Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams ain't coming cheaply. So you're giving up something. So I would assume they don't need a, they don't need a tight end because they got their guy, Michael Meyer. So Michael Meyer, I think it's Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer is on their squad. So the Raiders will not ask for Dalton Kincaid unless they want to go 12 personnel and that's what they want. Josh McDaniels is out there. Maybe they want to do that, you know what I mean, the Hernandez-Gonzalez. So are you ready to give up? And this is a fair question, truth be told. Are you ready to give up Devontae Adams if the Raiders came calling and said, I want Dalton Kincaid and a, and a, and a third-round pick? Are you giving that up? Or maybe it's a, it's a Dawson Knox. They say, yo, we want Dawson Knox because you guys already have what's-his-face. So give us Dawson Knox and give us a third. We'll give you Devontae Adams. 
doubt it would even happen, man. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, if I'm the Raiders, I'm the Raiders. I'm like, yo, man, go kick rocks. You want me to take Dalton Kincaid and give you Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the game? Man, <laughs> if you don't go sit your black ass somewhere. That's exactly what I would say. There's no way I'm giving that up. Ain't no way. So, Debbie Shark has something to say. She goes, yo, you need to just dump Knox, man. Dump Knox, dump Poyer, and call it a day. Damn, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie just, she, she want violence today, man. Debbie, straight, straight violence you want, huh, Debbie? <laughs> Debbie chose violence. Golly. My man, Josh Richardson. What's up, Josh? Sorry, Rico. We need, to, we need another receiver bad, man. Gabe Davis isn't a number two receiver. He's a three or four. Here's the deal, in my opinion, on Gabe Davis. Let me just put it this way. This is the way I've got to put it out to folks so they understand how this, how, like, the, the receiver duels we have in this game. I'm going to see if I can try to find these, these receivers. So, obviously, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle is a damn good receiver duo, right? And, jo- listen, I'll take those two. Obviously, Jalen Waddle, I'll take over Gabe Davis. Right. You got AJ Brown, you got Devontae Smith. I take either one of those guys over Gabe Davis. T. Higgins. Give me T. Higgins over Gabe Davis. I'm just being I'm just being real, right? Just to kind of prove a point. I'm trying to prove my best point. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Are you taking are you taking Gabe Davis over Godwin? Or would you take would you take uh would you take would you take Godwin and say yeah Godwin's that Godwin's the better number two receiver? And I'm trying to make a point here. DK Metcalf and Lockett. Lockett's a damn good receiver, man. He plays the complimentary receiver very well. DeAndre Hopkins over there with uh not Olave, but uh what's that receiver out there? And it's, it's for Tennessee is drawing a I'm drawing a blank. Right, he's a rook, so there's not much really I can I can really say about that scenario right there. But like I'm and I'm and I'm going over these these lists to tell you like, is Gabe Davis the number two receiver? Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, Mike Williams all day. Trey Burks, thank you very much. Trey Burks, I'll take Trey Burks or I'll take D Hop. I'll take D Hop over over what's his face, and properly use him. So, like, Michael Thomas, you got Michael Thomas, you got Chris Olave, right? Michael Thomas, whether you want to call him the number two receiver or he's number one, whatever is out there, but I'll take those, either one of those guys over Gabe Davis, right? T. Higgins, you got Debo Samuel. You got the, the San Francisco 49ers. You got Brandon Ayuk, you got Debo Samuels. So, this kind of gives you just an idea of, like, you know, the receivers that are out there. So, like, is he a number two receiver? He's bottom tier, number two receiver, and, and a top tier, number three. So, Devontae Adams trade for Gabe Davis, that'd be great, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Wait, the Raiders now have Jacoby Myers and Gabe Davis? Nah, they ain't doing that. And Hunter Renfro? They ain't doing that. They ain't doing that. So, is, is Gabe Davis really a number two receiver? Some might say, nah, he ain't. And some might say he is. I mean, just the other day, he had six receptions for 100 yards. Pretty damn good. 
but he's on our squad nonetheless. Now, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. He's going to ask for the bag. I can guarantee you right now, I don't. I, I would be very shocked if Gabe Davis took a team-friendly deal to come back to the Bills. He's going to go look for the bag somewhere. He is definitely going to go look for the bag. They're going to say, yeah, and they're going to tell him, go search for your, for your, I don't see them making a long-term deal. I'd be shocked if they did. So maybe this is a moment where we say, I'm moving Gabe and I'm going, I'm going somewhere else because we're not going to bring it back anyway. So we might as well get someone that, you know, we could contribute, but he's such a, a big part in this locker room that maybe they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to mess with the feng shui. So they're going to leave it as is and then go search or go draft a receiver in the second round next year or elevate Kalusha Kier. And don't forget, we just drafted, you know what I'm saying, a big boy in the fifth round out of Florida. So there's so many things that we can't forget. But the question is, Gabe Davis, is he a number two receiver, a strong number two receiver? Bottom tier, top tier three. That's just my opinion. So let's get into these pickums, folks. Let, let us get into these pickums, and uh, I'll let you guys get out of here and enjoy your Friday. I ain't trying to take all your time tonight. All right. So here is the deal. Obviously, the Jaguars took down the Saints in a terrible drop from Foster Moreau in the end zone. My goodness, you got to catch that, boy. You got to catch that. You have. Freaking car looked terrible that day. He looked awful. But you know what? Kept them in the game. And away they go. So here we go. Falcons, Bucks. Who do you think gets it between the Falcons and the Bucks? I'm gonna give the slight edge to the Buccaneers. Why? Because Desmond Ritter is a bum. I don't think he's I don't think he's good. He's holding his team back. And uh they they need to they need to put in. I think the the backup quarterback is uh is Taylor Heineke. Get Taylor Heineke in that game, and that changes, man. They they mess around and they're giving that guy too much opportunity. He's just not that guy, right? I give you the Bucks over the Falcons. I like Bijan, and I think Bijan's great, but I think the Bucks take this just because Mayfield's got these guys, these boys playing really well. Raiders and Bears, what a shit show of a game. Who cares? But if I'm gonna pick someone, I'll pick the Raiders because I like Josh Jacobs, I like Devontae Adams, and I think they'll I think they'll get the job done. Raiders over the Bears, Browns and Colts. Um, I'm going to take the Browns over the Colts and that's without Deshaun Watson. Give me the Browns over the Colts. Give me, mm, commanders and giants. Divisional game. Yo, give me the commanders. I'll take the commanders over the giants and the commanders are on the road. Lions and Ravens. Now that is a tough one. That is a tough one. Lions and Ravens. Um, Yo, what happened to Odell, man? I thought Odell was supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, a big spark to this team. I, I, He's non-existent. I have not heard a damn thing about Odell Jr. Beckham. What's going on with Odell? That being said, I like the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions, man. The Lions are on a roll. Lions over the Ravens. And I love Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is my boy. That's my guy. But the Lions are just doing some, some good things. I think they come in on the road and handle business. Bills, Patriots, Patriots over the Bills. I mean, excuse me, uh, Bills over the Patriots. Uh, in a, in a, well, we should be able to walk right through these guys. I'm not, I ain't, I ain't tripping. Cardinals and Seahawks. What a womp womp game. Uh, give me the Seahawks at home over the Cardinals. 
Steelers and Rams. Now that's a good one. Steelers Rams. Uh, give me the Rams, man. Listen, Cooper Cup coming back. They're gonna start mustering around and trying to find themselves a running back. Pika Nakua is just—he came out of nowhere. Uh, Everett. Listen, I like the Rams, man. The Rams over the Steelers and just Pickens is just and whoever's gonna be quarterbacking. If it's Pickens or if it's it doesn't really matter. Um, Pickett, excuse me. I don't know if he's back yet, but I'm taking the Rams over the Steelers. Chiefs and Chargers. Mm. I'm going to pick. Chiefs are at home. The Chiefs are at home, but the Chargers always play the Chiefs hard. Yo, you know what? Give me Chargers over the Chiefs. Chargers over the Chiefs. I just, you know what? F it. I didn't like what the Chargers did last week. They're just not doing it. Yo, that's a tough one. I'm going to come back to that one. I got to come back to that one. I'm not sure yet. Packers and Broncos. Give me the Packers over the Broncos. Um, Dolphins and the Eagles. It would be nice if the Eagles are so pissed off that they take down the Dolphins. And you just can't handle it. So, but it'd be a terrible look if the Eagles lose back-to-back Back to back to AFC East foes. So just for the sake of me not wanting the Dolphins to win and the Eagles being pissed off and not losing this one on a Sunday nighter, give me Eagles over Dolphins in a close one. 49ers, Vikings, you already know what it is. The 49ers are going to take that one. And that's what it is. Let me go back to the Chargers and Chiefs. I, I'm good. That was a tough one, man. You know what? Give me. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to what I said. Chargers over Chiefs. There's my upset of the game of the week. Charges, char- charges, charges over the Chiefs. That's my upset pick. That's what it is because I know I know the Chiefs are the favorites. So my upset pick is Chargers, Chiefs, and the Chargers take this one. Boom, done. Somebody said, "Yo, are you freaking delirious, Polly?" Polly says, "Are you serious, man? Are you delusional? Chargers over KC? No way, bro. You know what? I told you the Jets over the Eagles, and you probably said, "Whoa, are you delusional, dude?" No way. And guess what? The Jets took down the Eagles, right? So any given Sunday, baby, any given Sunday. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chargers, Chargers over the Fins and uh, Chargers over the uh, the Chiefs. And don't forget, it's a division game. And they play those boys tough. Keenan Allen is healthy. Austin Eckler's back. Khalil Mack. I mean, Bosa, like. They got some good guys on that defense. They just got to put it together. And I think they built that team just for the Chiefs. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the Chiefs, the Chargers over Chiefs. Chargers over the Chiefs. I got to take it. I'm taking that one. I don't know. You guys don't like that one. huh? But you guys were also hating on me with the Eagles one, too. When I told you the Jets are going to take the Eagles, like, what? Zach Wilson? And they're missing all these. I said, yeah, man, that's, I'm taking it. I'm taking that one. Chargers over Chiefs. No, bro, not gonna happen. <laughs> Listen, okay, we're about to find out. That's why these pickums are freaking amazing, because you just never know. I'm telling you, this, it's all about matchups, people. In the NFL, it's all about matchups. It's matchups, matchups, matchups. We match up very well against the Dolphins. We just do. They just can't handle us offensively. We have a better defense, so we can tolerate and handle their their offense quite well. They just can't handle our offense. That's why we're a bad matchup for them. Right, a bad matchup for us is the Jets. The Jets are a bad matchup for the Bills. We don't match up well against them, and that's why we struggle against the Jets. 
That being said, I'm taking the Chargers over the Chiefs. Chargers over the Chiefs. My man said Eagles are struggling. So you think the Dolphins, Dolphins over the Eagles? I mean, that could go. That, that one's a toss-up, man. That can go either or. The reason I picked the Eagles is because I think the Eagles are at home. Yeah, Eagles have the home field advantage. So I'm taking the Eagles. But no, that one's like, I bet you if somebody were to look at the, look at the spread, it'd probably be like minus two. That's a toss-up. Don't know. We'll see. Giants are the upset pick by my mind, my man Mike Hartle. Who are the Giants playing? The Giants are playing. Who are the Giants playing? Giants. Oh, the Giants have a bye. Uh, you're hilarious. Hilarious. I got you. Oh, they play the Commanders. You think that's going to be? Hold on. They think you think the Giants are going to take the Commanders, huh? At home. Is Tyrod Taylor playing again? That's what we got to find out. Is Tyrod playing again? And will Tyrod have the same juice he had for the Bills when he played the Bills? We'll see. So that's it, folks. That's my, uh, that, those are my pickums. And that's my time. I appreciate y'all. And my black ass is going to get out of here. And uh, spend a little more time with the, with the wife uh, before we go on to bed. So I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Smash that like before you guys get out of here. And if you guys enjoyed the guests that I had on today, I had my guy Tyson, a.k.a. Master at Work. And uh, he had some really candid things to say about his squad. He's not happy with the Patriots, as he shouldn't be. I mean, you remember when, when the, Bills, the Bills were not a very good team. We, we let them have it every time. Every single time we let them have it. Just what it is, man. Shout out to my man, Cody Benz, off to work. Yo, listen, stop stop slacking out, bro, and actually do, do some work this time. All right, bro? <laughs> so, folks, if you guys enjoyed the show, do me that favor. And, and do, do me that favor. Let's get this video to 500 likes. Let's get this video to 500 likes. And what it does, it goes to YouTube. And YouTube's like, yo, what? Why is everybody liking this video? For what? I guess people like it. Yo, throw it in the suggestions. Suggest this video to a whole bunch of football fans. And that's what we want. We want to get as much eyes on the Buffalo Fanatics as possible and the Rico Report. So let's get that thing popping. So smash that like. And if you've commented, do it. Show me a comment. And if you've got to this point in the chat, when you're replaying this, salute and say, hashtag Buffalo Fanatics. Once you get to that chat and you, you get to that point, hashtag Buffalo Fanatics, put a thumbs up or a heart or a football. That tells me you've been rocked with us. And I appreciate you. So that being said, folks, that's my time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, we'll do this again on Sunday, 2 p.m. Because after that, it's prime time, prime time, prime time, prime time, prime time. The, you, you might as well call us the prime time bills. Because we got the we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then we got the Bengals, then we got the Broncos, and then the Jets. My goodness, man. The Eagles. Woo! We got we got work to do. We got work to do. If you guys appreciate this show, by the way, do me a favor. Throw a thumbs up in the squad and throw a microphone. Find that microphone in your emojis and post that. That lets me know that you appreciate this show. All right. That being said, enjoy the rest of your evening, folks. And until next time, it's your boy Rico. And I'm gone. Y'all have a good one. Catch you guys on the flip side. Peace.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.